Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. It's going very good. I'm tired. I was up very late and early reading this book, trying to get it finished in time. <laughs> and it was a long book, and I was like, wah! Yeah. So, um, so I'm a little, you know, on, on edge, but I'm good. It's good. Life is good. Yeah, I finished this one before you, which doesn't happen usually. Well, except that you read faster than me. It's true, I do. So I got reading me. another book, and that put off reading this book, yes. and it threw me off. So you just need to re not read any other books like I do. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about Kingdom of Dreams by Judith McNaught in today's mini episode. But first, Mom, would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? Ooh, golden voice or a silver tongue? Huh. Golden voice, I think, you know, Little Mermaid. <laughs> silver tongue. Silver tongue has, like, bad connotations, but I think it's also very useful, you know, in precarious situations. Um, I feel like you think you do have a silver tongue. I think I might. <laughs> I think I'd rather have a silver tongue i think it would come in handy more than i mean they they both would but i think that a silver tongue is useful in more situations than a golden voice right right i mean maybe like in the long run if you have a golden well, voice and like are able to make a career out of it that's <laughs> probably more lucrative but I don't know. I, I picture myself on, you know, the phone with Comcast or something and, and being able to get them to actually <laughs> cancel them. an account for you. <laughs> yeah, I think I would go with Silver Tongue as well. Okay, um, so today we are going to be talking about Kingdom of Dreams by Judith McNaught. This is the first book in the Westmoreland saga series that was first this book was first published in 1989 so it's almost as old as me this book <laughs> no say it isn't true so old so um, old do the pages even turn for heaven's sake <laughs> um you guys i spent a lot of time on last month's book description so here's the back cover description for this week <laughs> abducted from her convent school headstrong scottish beauty jenna Jennifer Merrick does not easily surrender to Royce Moreland, Duke of Claymore, known as the Wolf. His very name strikes terror in the hearts of his enemies. But proud Jennifer will have nothing to do with the fierce English warrior who holds her captive, this handsome rogue who taunts her with his blazing arrogance. Boldly, she challenges his will until the night he takes her in his powerful embrace, awaking in her an irresistible hunger. And suddenly, Jennifer finds herself ensnared in a bewildering web, a seductive, dangerous trap of pride, passion, loyalty, and overwhelming love. Wow. There are a lot of adjectives and adverbs in that. <laughs> In that book description. In that book description. Okay, Mom, what did you think of Kingdom of Dreams? I liked it. I really liked it. I liked it. Not quite a love. I had some things that kind of bugged me, but I liked it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I would say... expand I, on that? Yeah, I would say that I'm also at a um, really like 
there are a couple things that were slight deterrents for me, less than less so than I thought they were going to end up being, but um, things that kind of, you know, didn't quite get me to that love stage. But I, I really, really liked it a lot. And um, I found it to be, uh, you know, enthralling read. And I really, we're, we're going to talk about, but I really liked all the characters a whole lot. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I can see why it's kind of like a classic romance novel. Right. Because it's got a lot of the things that, we like in a romance novel and I think it's a good story and I can see why this is kind of a lot of people's favorite. You know, I get that. I did have a little bit of an issue with, what am I going to say? The age. Her, her age. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was 29 and she was 17. She was um, a spinster by, you know. By 17, which five. is like ludicrous. But... Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I get it. I get that back then that's the age that, yeah. like, girls were married at 14. I get that. And it also, but it still is hard for me. It gets cringy for me. It, it, it is. And he, they say he's, like, 29, right? Right. Okay. So, I mean. And he does refer to her as little one and stuff. And, yeah. You know, that I don't like that. always makes me feel a little, eh. Yeah. But I do like that. You know, Judith McNaught obviously makes an effort to be like, look, this was old by <laughs> yeah. that standard. And it is ridiculous. I mean, like, even Royce is like, it's ridiculous that... You're a spinster at 17. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it didn't... I I could have done without some of the little one and little well, girl and, talk. And but. I think she also went to great lengths to say, well, this guy wanted to marry her and he was older than her father. And this yeah. other guy wanted to marry her. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, he had kids her age and it's like, Ugh. you know, yeah. so, all right, we'll go with the 29-year-old so he hot, was, hot guy. He was the best, you know, option for her, <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, mom, what did you think of Jennifer as our heroine? Okay, I really like Jennifer. I especially in the beginning when they get kidnapped and she's yeah. just so yeah, bring it and she's just <laughs> cutting their clothes up, sewing their sleeves shut, yes, doing yeah. all those horrible things, standing <laughs> up to him, slashing his face, then sewing it up. I yeah. mean, just one thing after another. I'm like, "You go, girl." But um I I was sad when the horse died. That, that was, was sad. And that I like sad. that you know, she's crying about it later and he's like, "Why are you crying?" And she's like, I'm really I'm sorry, sorry about your horse. <laughs> <laughs> and that really touched him. Yeah. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I really liked her, especially in the beginning. Towards the end, she kind of bugged me because it's like, girlfriend, your dad has done nothing but try to pawn you off on grandpa's. <laughs> yeah. Could you please see that he's not doesn't have your best interest at heart? And she yeah. just kept hanging on to, you know, her clan and her family. And it was... I guess we saw that what she couldn't see. But even when she told um, uh, Royce stuff about her past, he saw it right away. It's like, really? Your, da- your dad did this? I mean, he could tell right away that her yeah. dad had we'll, you know, we'll talk about We'll talk about some of that in, in a bit here. Okay. Um, yeah, I really, I also really loved her in the beginning. In the end, I still lo- I still loved her. I, 
yeah, we'll talk about it. But but it um, did make for a pretty epic end scene there at the tournament. Yes. So yeah, and um, I just I just more felt bad for her because she was just getting like shit upon. Well, <laughs> and we talked about how awful it would be to be a woman, you know, in yeah. the 1800s. Imagine being a woman in the 1400s. I mean, yeah. that would be even a thousand times worse. So. Well, and we've talked before about how much it would suck to have been a woman in any of these times. But, um, and I think it's especially, it's, it was probably horrible to be a woman that was poor. But being a woman of some rank, obviously this book, I think, kind of points out that that had its own share of awfulness, you know, because she wanted nothing more than to just take care of these people and um, be a good leader. And they were just turning on her at every turn. And I think Royce, you know, allowed her to do that. And that's part of why she fell in love with him. But I think, A, that is probably, mm, was not accurate (laughs) at the time. But, um... Yeah. Was it just me, or did you ever, like, I kept forgetting it was supposed to be in 1400s. I mean, I I don't know if it was the way they talked, or I don't know what it was, but I kept feeling like, oh, that's right, this is supposed to be like, yeah, I, you know, I like get, Robin Hood time and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I can't tell how much of that is, um, like, the tone and language of the writing, and how much of it is just... I'm used to reading a historical that That's takes me place too. later. <laughs> I wasn't sure either. Um, I guess Robin Hood's like 1200s or 1300s, so it was probably before this. But, um, you know, just... Because this is like late, late, late 1400s. Takes yeah, place in like, like nearly 1497. But still, yeah. I'd, I just kept losing track of the fact that it was... Oh, that's right. I had to keep reminding myself. Oh, that's right. This is like 1492. Like, well, especially when they get into the jousting tournaments and things yeah. like that. It's like, oh, that was not happening in our Regency era. It's called the Lance. Hello. <laughs> that's what I kept thinking. Of. Oh, I loved that movie. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. Brenna. Okay, so a couple moments I loved, I mean, with uh, Jennifer. I loved when she's questioning Brenna at the beginning as to why men might act strangely about her. Like, yeah, because like, said that she, men are going to act strange around you. And she's like, I don't understand. Why, what are you talking <laughs> she's about? She's like, Brenna, will you look at me and tell me if there's something wrong with me? <laughs> and so I loved that she's super feisty, super kind of innocent and naive, you know, um, and also just really big hearted, like, you know, that we were talking about. She just wants to take care of people and she cares about you know the little kids at the abbey and the horses and you know well, it was heartbreaking when she rode into the village at claymore oh and, gosh, oh, gosh. That part, was like, just like broke oh, my heart it was heartbreaking yeah i mean literally um so sad because she was so excited about being you know the lady yeah. of the And especially because that moment comes when they are not, like, in accord at all, her and Royce. They're still really pissed at each other. Um, They're starting to make some peace. But, um, and so she's like, well, at least I will have this one thing that I've always wanted, which is just to, you know. People who look up to me, I can make these people like me. Yeah. You know. 
And, and then they just she, go after her. And I was just like, oh, this is heartbreaking. Yeah. And because he never called her the Merrick slut, right? No, that was that, just, it started and then people attribute it to him, right? It started as when he came out of King Henry's Yeah. And chambers, somebody else said it. Said and it. Then, he never yeah. said it. And yeah. he never said she was plain. I mean, that was all other people saying <laughs> I did like stuff. I did like that moment where he's like, I he's like I said some other things, but I didn't. I never said you were playing. I never to said Henry. you were playing. <laughs> he's like I'm not blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I really loved her. I thought I thought she was a great heroine. She, I mean, especially when you think this is kind of an old school romance. Um, so I think you know sometimes I equate that with kind of more damselly heroines but she is definitely not that at all i i loved her throughout the like whole kidnapping phase and just how she was constantly like trying to find a way of escape and she's constantly finding ways to like screw with them and i loved all that and i loved how um (laughs) you know he's like well we should both both say what we did wrong both you know admit to our faults and (laughs) she's she's like, like all I did wrong was rock, walk on a hill and, you know, and, <laughs> and get in front of your brother. By your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> yeah. That's what set all this in motion. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, because even when he thought she was responsible for plotting and things like that, she's like, I didn't even do that. Even I didn't know she any of that. Have I didn't know any of that stuff was going on. Within her rights, I think, to have done that. Um, okay, what did you think of Royce the Wolf as our hero? I I liked Royce. I thought he was great. I I also I also really really liked Royce, and he did not always make it super easy. No, to he didn't, he didn't always do the right thing. I'll tell you what is what's an interesting thing that she did is in the beginning, she opens with their marriage scene. And it's showing from Jennifer's perspective. And she does not want to marry this guy. How he does not want to marry him. She keeps talking about how he took her virginity. Am I forgetting or did she say he raped her? No, she said he took her virginity not by force but by coercion or something. I mean, she had some way of saying that he – Yeah. And – and as I started, I thought, ooh, is this going to be rapey? That's why I was looking, trying to look yeah. up and see when it was written. And I was like, ugh, this, could, this has the I know. potential to be kind of rapey. And so I think in my mind, I read that as rapey. And so I was kind of heading into this like, I am not going to like this guy. I think that this is going <laughs> to piss me off. Da, 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 da. I was all ready to like be unhappy with him. Um, and for me to have that mindset going in, uh, he really redeems himself. <laughs> he does. And, um, yeah, it uh, it may oh, sort of and be. that whole scene at the end where he's just letting her family just pummel him. And it's just like, oh, gosh, yeah. breaking my heart. I love when Steven goes up to her and he's like, you have to go out there. They are killing him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just that he loved her so much that he's like. He didn't want to hurt anyone in her family. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it was Um, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, And it may, I can't tell because, like we said, we're dealing with late, late 1400s. 
maybe it's sort of a cop-out, but he's actually a really good, sweet, respectful guy, um, I think, for the time. But also, as a modern reader, I was, yeah. like, pleasantly surprised. And I can't tell if, like I said, it's because it's an old school or because it's a... Um, set in the 1400s. I can't tell if those things are coloring my perspective. Especially but. with how pissed off he would get at her because, yeah. you know, and usually with good reason. I mean, there was a lot of times when, and... Um, yeah, he's slashing her, she's slashing his face. She's mean him in the groin. She's, she killed his horse. <laughs> but I think what I love about all of that, first of all, he's got this whole reputation for being like the most feared person in the land. And... um And so I love that he has that reputation and she just like goes at him. But I love about him that he loves that about her, that he loves about her, that she's not afraid of him, that she's like, he's like, I have grown men that tremble in my presence. And this girl comes at me and just starts guns (laughs) a blazing. (laughs) Well, and I also love, though, because he loved that about her, that she was feisty and not afraid of him. And he loved that she was gentle with him like when she kissed yeah. his scars and and um you know that was so touching to him because most people are just like you know well and he talks about how especially women that he's been with in the past like most women that sleep with him are doing so because they you know like the danger of it that they're sleeping yeah. with the wolf and all this and they stuff want it rough and, and they, they want, want it, it dirty and <laughs> all this stuff but that she is just this Which, kind you know, of more power to you but, yeah you know like um, Get, get it gets what's yours girls but um but yeah that she's like this own the only person that has come to him not in like fear or wanting danger but she just you know likes him and doesn't believe all those things about him that he's such a bad guy and that he loves that about her um i like all of that um i wrote down this line for royce In that unlikely moment, as she held his dagger posed high, ready to strike, Royce Westmoreland thought she was the most magnificent creature he had ever beheld, a wild, beautiful, enraged angel of retribution. (laughs) And I liked that because I liked, you know, that he would see her with this dagger and you can just imagine he's like, damn, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I like what you got going on here. Um. But yeah, I just, I loved all of that stuff about him that he, all, I loved him for the things that he loved about her, I think is what it comes down to with me and Royce. I agree. Yeah. I can see that. So, but for Royce, how in the wrong would you say he is as a character for her abduction, for taking her virginity, and for the murder of William and other things that maybe he... Is responsible how, so what was the question again? How how in the wrong or oh, okay. at fault is he for things that he did in the book? Well, I thought it was going to turn out that, um, like when William got killed, I thought it was going to turn out that the, the dad other brother, or the brother did it. Dad yeah. or the brother had like some way manipulated him to do that. Yeah, yeah. When it first happened, because I th- I th- when. It was Malcolm and William that showed up. I was thinking Malcolm is going to try and find some way because he's the one that's all power hungry. He's going to try and find some way. William. Yeah. Um, So when they showed up, I was anticipating 
something to happen to William. Right. Um, so when it was just flat out Royce did it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was going to turn out that Moreland, was that the other brother's name? Malcolm. Malcolm. That Malcolm, oh, Westmoreland was their name. Yeah. Malcolm killed him and then blamed it on, you know, somehow blamed it on Royce. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's not really the way it went down. Uh, but I get where he was coming from, but I'm still not sure why William would have pulled a dagger on him. That didn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, they say, you know, he, because Royce is like, hey, come with me if you want to see your sister kind of behavior. And so, you know, they were both kind of guessing that maybe he was suspicious of that. Maybe he's just about to walk through this house where everybody hates him. And so he wants to kind of be on his guard. Um, But then specifically with that situation, while Royce is at fault, he did kill William. Um, I think, you know, he's got, they don't come right out and say this because it was not a thing, but he's obviously got some like PTSD type situations. I think especially for that time, these men at this time were like bloodthirsty (laughs) You know, well, and it just talked that he was always in that mode where he was yeah. ever vigilant of, of things around him and, and what was going on around him. And, and I think that's another thing that he loves so much. Fast. Yeah. And that's another thing he loves so much about her is that he was able to kind of shut that off when he's with her. But I think he's in this heightened situation where he's surrounded by her family who he knows all hate him. Even William, you know, was not right. a fan. Um, so... Yeah, that that was a, that was a hard situation. Um but I think that it's done in that way because it gives them both, you know, because it's a conflict where I think cuz my next question is what did you make of her reaction to all of that? And no. <laughs> um and so I think that situation is the conflict because it gives her reason to be justifiably pissed off at him. Right. And and reason for him to, you know, realize well, that he's And we needed her wrong. to be pissed off at him in order for that big yeah. scene at the end. Um, the other things, the kidnapping, I, I really don't think... I think he was going to use the girls as a way to you know, get what he wanted without bloodshed. I, th- I yeah. don't think he, I don't think he meant to hurt them well, ever. Well, he even or he, told them that. Yeah. Yeah. And the abduction, but, the, the taking her virginity thing, I was, uh, I wondered if like th- that would ha- happen in a book today in exactly that way. Because while, and you know, they make a point of having her say this in the book, she was with him willingly. She, she says was into that. it. Yes. Um, but also, he does, like, coerce her into yeah. coming there in the first place. Well, with her sister, using her sister as the yeah. thing. Also, and this is where I have a problem with her being 17 and him being 29. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think... I think... That maybe if 
they were in different like power positions and that situation happened maybe i would be more okay with it but that he has to be like if you want your sister to live you have to come sleep with me and yeah give your body to me and she's like oh i'll let her go home i'll let her go home and get healed yeah. But you, you got to come to me And it's willingly. like, even at that point when he says that, we know she's going to be into it. Like, there has right. been moments leading up to this where you're aware that she wants it. Yes. But still, it's just, you know, it's still a 30-year-old guy and a 17-year-old girl. And, yeah. and it's... Well, and it's... And also, regardless of age, I mean, that definitely does not help the situation. But regardless of age, it's still a guy that is holding you know the life of her sister over her head and saying give me you have to sleep with me if you yeah. want her to live <laughs> and it's like hmm. i mean it all worked out yeah but yeah and i don't think it would play out the same way yeah and it's very much old school it's a very yeah old school yeah. thing um but still it was done it was better than i thought it was going to be is that yes fair to say? well and that's and so I think because I oh because she opened the book with like he coerced me into because I was like thinking he's going to rape her like that's what I got from right. that first section. So when it wasn't quite that, I was like okay, yeah. okay. that's that's better than I thought it was going to yeah. be. <laughs> and and that's kind of cuz I went into it and then I when I read that first part and I was like when was this written? Because if this is like, you know, mm-hmm. 1980s, early 1980s or 19, late 70s, uh, this could be bad. This could be a scary, like, not a good thing. Well, and leading up to it, the other thing that I was concerned about, like, is that they were going to obviously make it clear that both of them wanted it. But then um, there was going to be some situation. And there's a book that we've read that does this same exact thing. Um, and I can't remember which one it is, but where, um, like, they were going to be hurried in their marriage in some way to where uh-huh. he was just going to have to kind of force the issue to make their marriage valid and right. take her in a way in which... <laughs> well, when, was... they're at, when they're at the, um, at, the, at the priory with the friar and, and the friar says, I can't marry you. She doesn't want to marry you. And he says, only if you have to get married. And he's like, give us 15 minutes. We'll be back. <laughs> he's like, okay, and fine. Like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to make sure he has to marry us. <laughs> well, and I, I like how she's like, you are the absolute devil. He's like, and you're a bitch. And we're here to get married. <laughs> <laughs> and the friar's like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, my favorite line was when... Um, she, oh, let's see. He called her dad a bastard, and then the friar's like, "Okay, well, your dad's <laughs> parentage aside. Yeah. <laughs> now that we have your dad's parentage figured out." <laughs> yeah. Um. So, in terms of like her reaction to all of these things that he has done, I thought that there, because that was essentially the conflict, right? Especially in regards to the murder of William. Um. But I thought there was really good balance in terms right. of people being at fault and her reaction to it. I thought her reaction was good to the things that went down. Here's the deal though. There were just so many things that it like every time something every time something was good, something bad happened. And there was several like 
we'd almost get them to where it was perfect and then something mm-hmm. bad would happen and then we'd yeah. get them again where it was good and then something bad would happen I'm like gosh dang it everybody just leave these two people alone yeah i i mean what i liked about the ending and the conflict there is um that you like you were saying you were frustrated with her in the end for me it's like i i get it do i feel the same way looking at this situation from an outsider looking in from what i know no but she has lived her she's a 17 year old girl (laughs) who has lived the last few years wanting nothing more than to like get these people back on her side these people who she loves to please these people yeah and you know i get that she has a hard time you know yes these new english people are being very nice to her but she has a hard time just being like no i'm i'm still a scot i'm still these are st- this is still my family why do i have to choose like i just felt bad for her in that last scene where she's being like forced to choose a side right. and you know she's got all these people and and she's married to the guy who murdered her brother who she actually loved like right. if it was one of her other brothers she probably wouldn't have cared but and she didn't really care when Alexander yeah. was that the older brother that got killed yeah but it was sad when Willie because William was so good to her and like was the only one that was good to her and so right um so I thought the conflicts were all really good because you got why she was upset and why right. you know and I just yes. felt bad that all these people were like dragging her into their politics and crap well like and when that. she did go over and sit with the Scots on that side during the tournament and she was feeling, and then her aunt and Brenna are both like, uh, maybe you should be over where your husband is. And uh, then she started thinking, oh, crap, maybe I chose wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, my next question, how awful was her family, though? Oh, my gosh. I mean, Brenna was great. And yeah. William was great. And Eleanor, okay. So my other question is, who is your favorite side character? I loved her aunt. And I, I loved, loved her aunt with Eric. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole dynamic was just hilarious. And um, and I love, you really need to eat this. Your digestion. This is why you're your, so upset all the time. <laughs> it's your bowels. <laughs> and then she said, I mean, your digestion. <laughs> and all the other guys are cracking up. <laughs> yeah, I loved Eleanor. I, lo- I, lo- I loved Eleanor and Eric. Um Brenna and does, Steven were um, really sweet. Does Eric get a book? Um, no, not that I could find anywhere. Cause I, I thought love for to sure read his book. Cause the rest of the series, um, not I didn't recognize any of the names in the rest of the series. Well, one's got to be Brenna and Stefan, right? Oh, I don't think so. I think really they just get together in this one. I thought we were gonna get their perspective in a different book. No, no, kind of makes me sad. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I loved Eleanor. And I loved that moment um, with Eleanor at the tournament where she's like, personally, I think you should be sitting over there with your husband. But I love you. And so I'm going to sit here with you and do what you want to (laughs) do. My place is next to you. So wherever you are, that's where I am. (laughs) Yeah, I really liked. And I liked how her, I liked Eleanor like rationalizing with him when he was trying to abscond with 
her for their yeah. wedding. And she's <laughs> like, well, you're going to have to take me then. <laughs> she's otherwise, like, I'm going to go out and scream. Blackmailing him <laughs> into, taking, into kidnapping her as well. <laughs> I just thought that she was, she was great. She was yeah. a great character. Um, uh, and I loved at the end when she's like, this might make him impotent for a week. And, and she's like, I don't care. Just give it to him. And he's like, no, I'm not taking that. <laughs> she's like, I thought that might be your, your answer to that. I got plans. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's talk about sex, baby. Um, it's fairly tame, really. Fairly tame. Yeah. I mean... there's still some steamy moments that like play out but um but i didn't i don't know i'm always wondering these women would wear these bodices that push their boobs up how was it so easy for these men to just jam their hands down in their bodice all the time (laughs) i'm I'm like how loose are these bodices that he's getting his big old mitt down in there i mean the thing with the bodices if you think about it they are like pushing up from the bottom, and I don't think they always come up very high. Those bodices, well, like the actual bodice doesn't. I'm come trying up to think high. about the 1400s as opposed because I don't think they had corsets. I mean, that wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um. So, but I think they had anyway. low enough net let necklines where you could still get substantial hand like, in there, dude. <laughs> How are you just getting that hand right up in there? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's low enough, probably. Sure. And sometimes I'm reading these and I'm thinking, what kind of contortionist is he that he's <laughs> got kissing hands. her, making out with her, got a hand down in the bodice? <laughs> got eight hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wishes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we've talked about this already, but I just loved... I loved, like, her sweetness and him being really into, like, her sweetness in How those sweet moments. How sweet she is. And-, um, and I wrote down this line from one of their more intimate scenes where he says, why is it when you yield, I feel like the one who has been conquered? And I, I was know. Like, that's, yeah. that's a good line. Yeah. Um, I'm betting that's going to be our quote on our Facebook page. So just so you know. You never know. I, well, <laughs> I did have a couple other options, but. Um, I like that one. Go with that one. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> but, okay, then what was your swooniest moment? Okay, here's my swooniest moment. And I haven't talked about it yet on purpose. Oh. My swooniest moment is after they go through the village. This and then is when mine, they, too. <laughs> when they get to, you know, his little castle. Yeah. And he just turns around and gets everybody's attention and says, you're going to treat her right. You're going to, what you do to her is like what you're doing to me. Here's here's the quote. Behold your new mistress, my wife, and know that when she bids you, I have bidden you. What service you render her, you are rendering me. What loyalty you give or withhold from her, you give or withhold from me. Yeah. And the other thing I like about that moment is like we talked about, they were very contentious at this part in the book. So he could have easily just been like, yep, this is your punishment. Fine, for, give it to her, yeah. Yeah, but he's... He does not stand for it for a second, and um, and I really, I really liked that. Well, moment. and he knew by saying that to the people who worked within the castle walls that it would get out to the village too. And well, and he and the other thing is he knew how important that was to her. How much that's all she's wanted is to be a mistress of you know 
a castle yeah. like this. And um, so, like, he kind of just gives her Kate Blanchett. Um, <laughs> Carte Blanche. <laughs> I thought we had Kate Blanchett. <laughs> but to, <laughs> to take over um, for, you know, to make edicts and things like that for these people. Right. Um, and, you know, we just we just love a respectful hero, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> you had me at what they do to you. <laughs> um, no, that was great. That was a great scene. And yeah. I was just like, oh, Swoon. Yes. Um, my other honorable mention, in case that was yours, as I thought it might be, is just him letting her family kill him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, it reminded me a little of Night's Tale, speaking of Night's Tale, which we've already brought up. But, you know, where yeah. he, she says, if you really love me, you'll lose. And that's kind of what he was doing, was letting yeah. them just, you know, take him down. I, I kind of, um, I did really like Stephen coming out and just being like, they are killing him. Go in there and stop it. Um, but I do kind of wish that she had come to the she had been watching the action and come yeah. to the realization that that's what he was doing, you know? Well, I do love when he's in kind of recuperating and he has to go fight one more joust and she, and she, she says, do you think you can beat him with a broken arm? And he's like, absolutely. <laughs> he's like, and then he, let, me, let me do it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was really surprised at, like, the turn that I took with Royce and how much I really ended up liking him a whole lot even because even moments where he was pretty heavy-handed I was like "Mm, it's kind of hot like (laughs) when he kidnaps her for the um for their wedding for their wedding being kind of a dick I'd still kind of like that whole scene at the Priory is just precious and hilarious yeah it is funny (laughs) um okay one other thought that I had I was really I really thought something was going to happen with his steward. It seemed like they were setting up for, like, the people to kind of... Does he have a book? Oh, the steward. Yeah, I was thinking of his... his I'm sorry. I was getting characters mixed up. Um, yeah, that he was going to do something devious and underhanded. Yeah. And um, I thought somehow, like, the people, there was going to be, like, a little rebellion against... Um, Royce or he was going to try to poison him or something. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't trust him. Neither yeah. did she. Neither did Royce, I don't think. But um, I think maybe the point of that was she she starts to catch on that he's not someone that they can trust. And then she tells him that. And then he takes that advice and gets right. him out. I also think that it. You know, there were things that he wasn't doing that he, Royce kind of let her fill in, like when they were preparing for the tournament and she, yeah. you know, got them to sell their livestock and all that kind of stuff. I think there was stuff that he should have handled and wasn't, and she was able to step in and do that, and that kind of raised her in the eyes of the people. Yeah. I just didn't think that was as overt as I thought it was going to be, you know? Right. Um. But Yeah. You know, as as we're talking about the book, I I'm realizing maybe I I liked it more than I thought I thought I did because it was really there was a lot of really funny stuff in it, 
Yes. And I really liked both of them a whole lot as characters. Um, so, anyway. Uh, let's hear what some of the listeners thought of... I haven't looked at any of these, so well, I don't even go. know what they... Jennifer says, I posted my comments on Instagram. This is what her com- comment on Instagram said. Yay, this is one of the books that I recommended. I loved that Royce acted like the adult that he was when they had conflict it wasn't unnecessarily exaggerated yes royce is a badass with a heart of gold definitely one of my top three swooners and then she continues on on facebook i read this book when i was working my way through npr's top 100 romance i had a hard time with some of the books because i felt the heroes were grade a alpha holes who basically required the heroine to modify herself for his happiness it was up to the heroine to solve whether whatever ailed the hero and it was tiring i loved this book because for its for its genre it was humorous and sweet royce was masculine quote unquote as defined by the romances that came out in the 80s yet he wasn't an asshole i'm a stingy star giver on goodreads and this was my first five star romance below um so yeah and i would agree with all of that like especially for the time because i went in knowing that this was set in the this was written in the 80s and right. usually with that, I kind of go in with the understanding that it's going to be maybe slightly problematic. And other than what we talked about, I think all of it was, and even that was handled better than what I expect from our more old right. school romances. Um, Nicole says, I was so happy to see this was on the list to read this season. Judith McNaught's Whitney, My Love was the first historical romance I ever read back as a freshman in high school. I quickly grabbed this one after and soon fell head over heels for Royce. My swooniest moment is near the end when, spoilers, turn back if you don't want to be spoiled, when Jenny's family is literally killing him in their competitions. My heart just breaks whenever I read that section. He loves her so much he would let her family kill him if that's what she wished. Sigh. This book has always been a five-star read for me. Uh, Giselle says, this is one of my favorite books of all time. JM was my gateway author, so she'll always have a special place on my shelves, even if some of her books haven't aged well. This one is a frequent reread, and it has the best grovel by any hero ever. (laughs) It's true. It is a good grovel. There's a couple of them. Yeah. Um, Sarah says, it only got a three-star rating from me when I read it years ago. I love historical romance, so I thought I'd love it. And to be honest, I can't remember much of why I rated it so low. It just wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. But looking forward to hearing what others think. Um, Allison said, I read this book a lot of years ago and don't remember the details, but it did cement the fact that I love reading series. Um... Singular male listener Jason said, I liked this book a lot. I loved Jennifer. I thought she was great. I thought the wolf was a dick through most of the book, but she eventually bends him to her will. I also thought the ant was a lot of fun. Overall, I would give it four stars. And then finally, Nara says, I liked it. At the beginning, I liked Jenny better. She was brave and funny. Then by the end, I really liked Royce and felt bad for Jenny. She was so young and had so much... Uh, suffered already she couldn't see how awful her awful her father was i thought royce would be more of an a-hole considering the time period of the story and when it was published yeah ditto all those are things we said yeah you Um, guys are all so wise so wise because obviously we are wise so if you agree with us (laughs) you're You're with us so wise um 
so yeah, I think general consensus, especially by people who commented it, is you know, yeah. But yeah, I I I really really liked it a lot. I think it's a near love, but um, I I liked it. I liked it I, even more I than I thought I was going those. to as well. I did too. I like especially when I started. I was like, oh, is this going to be a rapey book? Yeah. And then it wasn't. I mean, it was much better than I thought when I first started it. Yes, that's, yeah. And maybe she honestly did that. Did that on purpose. <laughs> so that when we got to that scene, it was like, oh, okay, that wasn't as bad as okay, I thought it was going to be. Um, Mom, any other final thoughts on this book? No, I've never read a Judith McNaught, and I know she's kind of a go-to for a lot of people. And so yeah. I was glad to be able to say, check that box. Yeah, ditto. Um, so those are our thoughts on some of your thoughts on Kingdom of Dreams by Judith McNaught. We would love to hear more from you on our Facebook page, our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Not Your Mom's Rom, or you can email us at Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you would like to suggest a book for us to read, we would love to hear from you. On November 25th, we will be discussing The Bromance Book Club by Lisa K. Adams with my own bro uh, and mom's son, Ryan. Uh, remember, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free. Don't forget to leave a review because it helps the show and we just love reading them. Okay. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome, Ellen. And I will see you next time. You will indeed. Bye. Bye. Not Your Mom's Romance Book Club is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.